Hey guys, Darren Bentley here. And before we get started, I wanted to make a special announcement. We have officially opened registration for the Private Money Conference, which is a three-day live event where you will learn directly from Jay and his team how to raise thousands of dollars in private money to fund all of your real estate deals. Now, in today's changing market, more and more people are losing out to other investors because most of those investors have the cash to fund these deals. Did you know that you are missing out on 87% of the real estate deals out there because you don't have access to private money? Sadly, most real estate investors don't even know this is the reason why they continue to lose deal after deal. And with everything that's happening in the market today, you absolutely need every advantage available to you. And having access to unlimited amounts of private money is your big advantage. So to register for this live event, head over to jconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event, where you will be able to lock in your seat for this live in-person three-day event, which takes place June 12th, 13th, and the 14th in beautiful North Carolina. But you got to be fast because there are a limited number of seats, and when they are gone, they're gone. So again, to take advantage of this incredible event and to learn how to raise all the private money you'll ever need directly from Jay Connor and his team, head over to jayconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jayconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event. Now let's get into today's episode. Well, welcome to this podcast, The Jay Connor Show, Real Estate Investing with Jay Connor. And I'm also excited to have as my co-host on here, Chaffee Wynn. Hello, Chaffee. How are you? Awesome, Jay. How are you doing? Doing fantastic. So, folks, if you are new to uh, Real Estate Investing with Jay Connor, The Jay Connor Show, what we do here is uh, we talk about all things related to real estate investing. I'm primarily known as the Private Money Authority. I mentioned when we just started up a few seconds ago that we're going to plug you into the money. And so, Chaffee, let's go ahead and tell them how we're going to plug them into the money. We've got an exciting live event coming up. It's right around the corner. I mean, it's like July 30th, July 31st, and August 1st, 2018. So this is right around the corner. So. Chaffee, I'm excited to have you at all of my live events. Uh, you've been um, you've been my lead coach, doing one-on-one strategy sessions uh, with uh, our attendees. So there's a lot that goes on during this event. But Chaffee, if you would take a moment and just highlight what we do at this event and why um, our viewers and listeners should uh, want to come to this event and what would they benefit from it? Wow. So there's a lot. That's why I said wow. <laughs> Um, and, and just so everyone knows, I've been to hundreds of these events, literally across uh, the country. Um, and over the years, I started investing in 2002. So, you know, I started as a student. I started with, you know, sitting in the seats as a student, taking notes, attending these events. I've been to really good ones and I've been to really bad ones. Me too. <laughs> and uh, exactly. And I can tell you, this was a really good one. And here are some reasons why it's a really good one. First and foremost, Jay, you're there. You're you're the guy. You're the head speaker. It's not some uh, other trainer or anything like that. You're the guy that's doing this training, and you're there the entire time. 
And so the students get to meet you, they get to talk to you, they get to mix and mingle. Um, and so it's not uh, something that you do every single weekend, some other different country, and you're not there because you have somebody else doing it and you're too busy, right? Um, so right. you are the practical authority and you're there. So people need to get there just because of that reason alone, first and foremost. Secondly, is that we do do a bus tour, and I know other companies do bus tours as well. Only the difference is, is that we're touring your properties. So these are properties that you have just purchased, and uh, you get to show people, you know, what it looks like when you purchased it. You get to tell them what you're planning on doing to rehab it. Um, you have your team come out, and we talk about the potential things that happen. You even ask the students, what do they think? that uh, should be done to the property. So you get feedback from the students as well. And, and there's a, a great discussion that happens with that. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Chavi, but yeah. uh, don't lose your train of thought. But I'm doing something on this bus tour that I'm so excited about that I haven't even had a chance to tell you. So I've got this house built in 1927. It's a, it's a, it's a farmhouse that sits on 52 acres uh, just three miles out in the country from downtown Newport, which is uh, adjacent here to Morehead City. And I've decided I'm going to convert this farmhouse. I'm not going to flip it. I'm going to convert it into an Airbnb. So you know how Airbnb is all the thing now. And uh, so we're going to go to this house on the, on the bus tour. I've already got my contractor's budget sheet, which we show on the bus tour. But we're going to chop that budget sheet from $46,000 down to $22,000, and we're going to get the students to figure out how to do it. Back to you. No, I mean, that's great because, as you said, Airbnb right now is one of the hot things, and uh, there's a lot of students that want to get involved in that and figure out how to make that happen. So, again, a benefit of coming to this boot camp is that we're not just looking at properties from the MLS that – we contacted an agent in the area and said, hey, let's go look at some properties. Ooh, these are these are things that you're currently working on that the students can actually learn from. Um, and then obviously we, we uh, go to a house that's fully fixed up as well. So one that uh, is completely rehabbed so the students can see uh, what you've done to it. And you break down what it costs for the acquisition, what it costs for the rehab, uh, everything that you've done there. And like I said, your your team, your project manager, your contractor, your designer, they're all out there as well. So, you know, you don't get this kind of bus tour with other organizations uh, because, you know, they don't do their own properties and they're not there speaking themselves. Um, so that's just the first day, Jay. I mean, <laughs> right. you know, we got two, two more days, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, well, then, you know, what, what I like to cover at this live event, and, and so, folks, we're going to plug you in on how to come to this live event for free in just a second. But uh, it's a $3,000 event. Uh, my podcast followers are coming for free. But during the event, we cover all four pillars of my business, finding, funding, flipping, and automating. So from, from A to Z, we cover it all. And, uh, and let's go ahead and give them the website, Chavi, and then I want you to take just a second before we get into today's show. Um, that's what we're going to talk about, which, by the way, you're going to have to tell me what we're talking about today. <laughs> but uh, here's the website, folks. You get to come for free. Uh, there's a measly, I think it's $97 registration fee, but the event itself is free. The website, uh, and we'll put it right here. Um, we'll put it right here on the video for those that are that are watching on uh, YouTube or any other videos. 
It's www.jayconner.com forward slash all in lowercase money podcast. Take just a second, Chappie. Tell them about the uh, the one-on-one strategy sessions that we that we conduct for free uh, at the event. Yeah, and you know, so the one-on-one strategy sessions is just another bonus. I think that uh, we um, have worked together Jay, to put together for the students that I think that you don't get from other events. Um, and by the way, just so people know, you know, you're the private money authority, and people come. And they're looking for the money and they get so much more, as you said, you cover the four and the entire four pillars. So it's not just how to get the money. It's how to do a business, how to run a business, right? How to run a real estate business. So uh, and, and so, again, more than uh, what what people expect is, is what we like to do. And as far as the one on one strategy sessions, what's so powerful about that is, is that it's just me or one of the coaches with the student and or their partner or spouse. Right. And we get to sit down and really break down your business on how you're doing, what's holding you up, what's some of the challenges. And we get to really focus on you and that spend that you time and really help you move forward. So uh, and, and again, seeing the light light bulb go up, uh, the aha moments, really just helping people move forward and advance in their business. Exactly. Exactly. So, again, folks, uh, when you get through with the show here uh, and you finish uh, go on over to www.jayconner, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com, all in lowercase, forward, uh, forward slash money podcast. Chaffee, what are we talking about today? Well, Jay, today let's uh, let's do another uh, deal breakdown. Let's talk about uh, one of your most recent deals. Um, and, you know, the students love to hear about real live situations. You love to hear about, you know, things that are currently going on, uh, the latest and greatest trends and techniques like your um, your vacation home, uh, B&B vacation home. So, yeah, Chaffee, uh, that's a good idea. I mean, you know, I'm doing right now on average about three deals a month. I mean, it's not a high volume, but uh, the profits are averaging like they have over the past year. They're averaging in excess of over $60,000 profit per deal, which is, wouldn't you say, Chaffee, that's probably about double what the nation's average is on uh, on, on profits? Yeah, I'd say that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, most, most people are doing probably 25, 30 on an average rehab is, is uh um, what I'm hearing across the country. So Right, right. So you're asking me about um, a recent, well, I'll tell you what, let's talk about my very most recent deal, which it all started, um, let's see here, uh, one, two, uh, four days ago, four days ago. So four days ago, the owner, the, okay, so this property is located on Bridal Lane, all right? So the owner of this property contacted us. You know, we do a lot of marketing, right, to locate sellers. I mean, you know, direct mail, Facebook, my foreclosure system, eight-letter sequential campaign, et cetera. Well, this seller, and we get a number of sellers that find us organically by just doing an Internet search. And that's what happens, as you know, Chaffee. Once you've been out there for a little while and your and your website's been out there for a little while and there's things to do with Google and et cetera to enhance the SEO, you know, search engine optimization. Uh, so this seller found us organically. So, so, Jay, let me interrupt you real quick is that we should talk about that. 
<laughs> on a podcast. We should. And the reason I say that, yeah, and the reason I say that is that you know when you're starting out, you're actively looking for deals. So you're you know you're sending letters, you're calling people, and it's when you get that person calling you and you didn't do anything other than you know your business. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. So that's, so that's definitely something we need to talk about. Definitely, because talking with that person that raised their hand without you asking them to raise their hand is a whole nother deal. So yes, let's do a show on that. So this the owner of this property did an internet search. And you know, as I've said before, I wish I knew what motivated sellers and motivated buyers actually what their keywords are that they're searching for. And of course, through SEO, we have our keywords, you know, embedded. But you ask the seller by the time they're on the phone with you, they don't even know what they typed in. <laughs> so anyway, they search for us. Maybe they searched for, oh, and by the way, this seller is in Ohio. I'm here in Eastern North Carolina. The property is in Eastern North Carolina, right? And, uh, and so maybe they searched for, you know, buy my house fast. Uh, Havelock, North Carolina. I don't know. So, so, so they're an out-of-state owner then. Is Which is not so. Not so. Now we know why they're raising their hand. They have two. They got three. Three huge motivating factors on this property. Number one, they are an out-of-state owner. They're not only an out-of-state owner. They're a far-away out-of-state owner, right? Number two, the house is vacant. Okay, no, no income coming in off the property or anything. Number three, it's halfway rehabbed and they don't want to come up with more money to finish the rehab. So, you know, we have all these different motivating factors of different sellers, right? Out of state, you know, all these different things, divorces, foreclosure, blah, 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 blah. Those are the motivating factors. So, so they find us on the Internet. And then secondly, what happens is they, uh, on the internet, that takes us to our website. Okay. So I got two different websites, right? I got a website to locate sellers, motivated sellers. And I got a website to locate um, buyers that are not ready for a mortgage. Right. And you know, Chaffee, I get asked a lot of times when I'm speaking, I get asked, can I have the same website? for buying and selling? Well, the answer is yes, you can, but I sure don't recommend it because it's two totally different audiences, you know? So I can't match my message to my audience if I'm trying to cover both things on that website. So anyway, so they contact us and uh, reach out to, and you know, send a message by email or they dial the number, I don't know which, and they talk to my acquisitionists. So, Chaffee, let me catch my breath. Tell our viewers and listeners, what is an acquisitionist? Real quick, y'all. You guys already know that I don't run any ads on this, and I don't sell anything. And so, the only ask I can ever ask of you guys is that you help me spread the word so we can help more real estate investors make more money feed their families, and have the private money they need to fund their deals. And the only way we can do that is if I ask you to rate and review and share this podcast. So the single thing that I ask you to do is you can just leave a review. It'll take you 10 seconds or one type of the thumb. It would mean the absolute world to me. And more importantly, it may change the world of someone else.
Well, an acquisitionist is that is you know somebody on your team that you've hired and trained and implemented your system with to go out and acquire properties, right? I mean, they, that's their job is to contact um, leads, contact motivated sellers, and do that initial discussion to find out is there really a deal here, and if we can, you know, start working down what those numbers are, give me some information so that you can do other things while they're doing that initial, they're the initial person, the initial person to uh, have that conversation with. Exactly. And so my acquisitionist has the conversation and fills out what we call a property lead sheet. All right. And the property lead sheet gives all the details on the property, the motivating factors that we just went over and what's the lease that they will take at least what's the lease that the seller will take talking to my acquisitionist, right? Um, Chef, you've heard me teach this many times. Yeah, go ahead. I was, I was going to say, that's one thing that I like that you do with your acquisitionist that uh, some, some other people don't teach about, which is that you actually have your acquisitionist um, get, you know, uh, and, and, and talk with that uh, lead and see if they can actually you know, get that initial information and also that number that what is the least that they'll take versus just, you know, taking, you know, what, here's, here's what you have posted. Okay. And writing that down. Right. Right. So, so they take it that one step further um, than just, you know, here's, here's what you want. Right. So they, right. they actually work to, to see what that motivating factor is and, and get that number down before that. And obviously you take it, you know, even further than that. So. Right. So, so, so let me, let me share the numbers here. So this house, by the way, again, this all just started four days ago. So four days ago, the seller finds us on the website, uh, talks to my acquisitionist, sends me the lead sheet. All this is taking place four days ago. And on the same day, on the same day, my contractor goes to the house. So the house is vacant. Seller told my acquisitionist where the key was hidden to get in the house. My contractor goes out and, and notice everything I'm doing up to this point is virtual. All right. So my contractor goes out and sends a budget sheet that afternoon. So now let me go ahead and give the numbers. So the after, and so my realtor in this area also gives us a CMA, comparable market analysis, same day. The importance of relationships is coming out in this story right here. If we didn't have these relationships, relationships in place, it ain't happening. Not nearly this quickly. So the after repaired value is one hundred and sixty thousand dollars. All right. Um, the repairs are a low of fifteen thousand, a high of twenty thousand, depending on exactly what we do to the house. If I go all the way, it's twenty thousand. And so when my acquisitionist is talking to the seller, he started out by saying, the seller started out by saying, the least I'll take is $100,000. So Chaffee, let me share the magic question right now that my acquisitionist asked that got the seller to come down $20,000 like within two minutes, all right? So he's already saying I'm not going lower than 100,000. And so my acquisitionist says, well, if we could get you all cash, meaning I, we don't have to go get a, a, a loan, don't have to get, a, get, get approved for a loan. Um, oh, by the way, before the all cash question, my acquisitionist had already had the conversation about seller financing. 
about getting the seller because it's free and clear. It's a free and clear house. No mortgage, no liens, no nothing. So when the house is free and clear, that automatically triggers, before we go into funding the deal with private money, it triggers the conversation of, you know, seller financing, which we need to have a podcast sometime, Chavi, on how do you actually talk to a seller about seller financing? That's so, a whole so, different. So, so, Jamie, there are two podcasts that we need to have that you mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, one, well, another one was uh, just, you know, how do you, how do you train your acquisitionists, right? How do you find exactly. the acquisitionists? So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so so $160,000 after repaired value. So back to the negotiation. Here's the magic question. So the magic question my acquisitionist asked the seller said, well, this was after the seller financing conversation. Said, well, if we could get you all cash, don't have to go get approved for a mortgage and we don't get any appraisals done and we don't get um, any professional home inspections done. And, you know, we just take you at your word for what needs to be done to the house. What's the least you would take? And he immediately came down to $80,000. All right. So I had the numbers, what he wants. I know those numbers work, right? But my contractor's giving me the budget. I haven't seen the house. Now, a lot of times I don't see the house. But, oh, this is important in the negotiation process. So when, uh, when I got back up with my acquisitionist and I reviewed the numbers, I knew what the contractor's numbers were. I told the acquisitionist, I said, well, let me uh, tell him that I've got the numbers from the contractor and, you know, I'll close, I'll close, you know, within seven days, all cash, no contingencies, and I'll pay $60,000. Now, all this that I've just described, Chaffee, is all on the same day, same day. So my acquisitionist gets back with the seller, all oh, my lands. Acquisitionist gets back with me and says, Jay, the seller was livid. Those are the exact words my acquisition has used. The seller's livid. Hey, Jay, that's never happened to you before, right? You've never gotten livid sellers before? Well, you know, if I don't get if I don't get the seller upset a little bit, I suppose I don't I don't know if I've got my best deal. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so this seller's up in Ohio, and the seller says, We'll come down and finish the rehab ourselves before I let it go for a penny less than $80,000. Because in the seller's mind, he already gave up 20 grand when he'd already said, I'm not taking a penny less than 100. The acquisitionist asked that magic question. He dropped 20 like that. So anyway, so here's my response to my acquisitionist. Oh, by the way, let's talk about the emotion, how my acquisitionist dealt with the emotions of this seller. <laughs> being livid. So here was her response. I asked her, I mean, I trained her, right? So I still want to make sure she's saying the right thing, right? And my acquisition has been with me for 12 years. So I, um, here's what she said. So he's all mad over the 60. I'm not going to take a penny less. I'll do the rehab, finish the rehab myself, you know, before I take anything less. And, and she said, well, Jay has not been to the house. All he's doing is looking at numbers. So let me ask Jay to personally go look at the house and, and we'll get back to you and we'll see what we can do. I'm sure we're going to be, and here, here the assumptive close. And she says, I'm sure we're going to be able to work something out. Okay. Now that doesn't mean I'm going to offer 80 at that time. 
we might have to work something out by him coming down to 70 or whatever. We didn't, we didn't know at the time. So she gets back with me. She says, I've, I've told him I'm asking you to go to the house. So the next day, three days ago, I personally go to the house and I see why this man is not taking a penny less than $80,000. These, these are brand new cabinets, brand new interior doors, brand new exterior doors, um, brand new HVAC, brand new windows, new roof. <laughs> I mean, the house is like, you know, over halfway done. And so I, I went there. So, and I said, oh, my way. So, so, Jay, real quick. Um, in the past, though, this guy seemed to have known what the house was worth or what the materials are worth. And, and so that's why he wouldn't take less, a penny less than 80 on. And in the past, you've offered less than their final bottom price. Sure. Oh, my lands. I'm thinking of a house last year and you know which house I'm talking about because I talked about it at a, re, at a recent live event, bought this house. Well, the after repaired value on this other house, just not far from Bridal Lane I'm talking about, the after repaired value is 175,000 uh, and the repairs were $80,000. He started out at 80,000. He came down to 60. I had my acquisitionist justify the offer. We just don't make offers without justification. We just about she she offered at least he paid not one penny less was sixty started at eighty went to sixty we offered twenty thousand dollars and he took it so but but hey look the math makes the decisions so back back to this particular uh, house on Bridal Lane um, so I saw it so I got back with my acquisitionist and my acquisitionist says Jay understands why you will not go a one penny less than $80,000. So you see how my acquisitionist is replaying the seller's language, the seller's words, not one penny less than 80,000. He understands. And, um, and then here's what my acquisitionist says. I have convinced Jay to offer you your price of 80. So we offer uh, she offered 80. He accepted now that was three days ago. Yesterday, we are under contract. Earnest money from me is at my attorney's office. Offer to purchase is signed, and all this is done virtually. Okay. My total involvement, talk about automation, Chappie, and you can speak to automation. My total involvement, even going and looking at the house and talking with my acquisitionist, maybe an hour and a half of actually going and looking at a house. And talking with my acquisitionist and my acquisitionist doing that. I haven't talked to the seller. I probably will never talk to the seller or meet the seller. Because when it comes to the closings, I don't go to closings. My attorney has got power of attorney to sign on behalf of me and my company. So what did I leave out in that story? Or what lessons did, there's lots of lessons in that story. But what lessons did you hear in that? What are some of the lessons that you heard in that story? Well, obviously, you know, you talked about automation, how you've done very little. So automating your business so that you can go out, you know, be here in Seattle with me and hang out is, is a beautiful thing. So uh, and you cover that at the boot camp as well. Yeah, right? I mean, the whole third day on the on the uh, live event is about automation. You know, how do you how do you re how do you work towards replacing yourself? Um, training your acquisitionist the right way. Uh, obviously, she knew what to say. She knew how to handle a uh, seller that is angry and upset over the phone. 
Um, and she knew how to play you into that conversation properly, right? So, so you have all these little pieces working together into this machine, and that's also what you cover at your boot camp is just how to put all these little pieces together. You have your team come um, and talk about these little pieces, and you just, you know, you, you, you over the years, you've trained your people the right way, you put your system together the right way. And uh, that's what people need to really learn and, and do with their business versus just flipping a deal, getting a paycheck, and then flipping a deal, getting a paycheck, and, and working, right? They need to create a great business. Exactly, exactly. Well, Chaffee, we are out of time on this show. Um, so one more time, everybody. I mean, like we're right around the corner, just a few days away for the upcoming live event. Go over right now to jconnor.com forward slash money podcast. Chavi, thank you for joining me again on the show here. You're very welcome, Jay. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> yes. And by the way, folks, if you're watching on YouTube, you definitely uh, please subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up and like the show. That certainly helps us out. And in the comments section below the video, post any questions that you may have, um, uh, you know, about real estate investing or anything we talked about today. We'll get your questions answered. And if you're listening on uh, iTunes, uh, please subscribe, rate, and review. Chaffee, any final words before we say goodbye on this show? Just uh, the bootcamp's right around the corner. Make sure you get registered, and uh, we'll see you there. Excellent. All right. Thanks again, uh, Chaffee. Thanks again, viewers and listeners. And here's to taking your business to the next level. We'll see you on the next show. Bye for now.